Welcome to my first solo podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a while and I want to honestly keep it unedited to the most of my ability. I want to use it as a way to share any knowledge, information, inspiration, thoughts, ideas that I have. I think a lot differently than most people and I think maybe some people can benefit from my thoughts just as I benefit from other people's podcasts and them sharing their thoughts. So I'm going to start off by saying Happy New Year. Today is January 1st and I actually quit coffee the other day, probably about two or three days now and some might say I'm crazy and honestly I think I'm crazy because I love caffeine, I love coffee, I love the taste of it but I, my body was just telling me to quit. I have been struggling with acid reflux for the last year and it's something new to me. And, you know, I eat pretty healthy and clean and I follow everything that all the health gurus online tell you to do. So it's not like I do anything wrong. Um, But sometimes I think our body just tells us what to do. And we just have to listen to it and listen to those whispers before they turn to screams. So it's actually interesting, and maybe this is how I'll start this off. I'll tell you the story of how I found out I had acid reflux. I actually don't experience it and feel it the way other people do. I found out the hard way, or at least the hardest way for me. I'm a singer. I play in a band called Before the Dinosaurs. And back in April, we played our first official gig with my new band before my old band was short for Arthur. And we had been together six years. That's a whole other podcast of its own. But our first gig was on April 16th or something like that. And uh, we had been preparing for this and everything was basically fine. I was ready for the show. And the night before, I was just practicing this Alanis set cover. And it was uh, one hand in my pocket. Got one hand in my pocket and the other one smoking a cigarette. No, that's not how I actually sing. (laughs) But... Uh, I actually did a pretty decent job. I can found out I can cover that song really well. I felt like I might have pushed it, but I actually didn't find I pushed it with that song. I was actually uh, practicing my vocals by singing to the notes on my keyboard and like kind of matching the pitch. I was trying to correct my pitch, and I think I I thought I pushed it too high by like going too high up on the scale, and I thought that's what strained my voice. I felt a little bit strained, but, you know, the next day was my show when it came, and I felt like I could still sing. I felt like it was, ah, it's just a mild thing. I felt this before, whatever. So I sang the show, and everything was perfect. I sang great. And the next day, I, I could not talk at all. And I was so concerned. I was like, oh, my God, I severely hurt my voice. And but I was like, okay, it's just a strain. I'll probably go away in a couple of days. It never actually did. It was like a month at this point and it was not going away. And I was so concerned that I like severely damaged my vocal cords or I had polyps or something. And I went to the doctor and uh, they rushed me into an ENT because I sing as like my profession. And I saw an ENT within less than a month, which is really, really quickly. If anyone's ever tried to get in a specialist, especially in Canada, which where I, which is where I live, Um, and he scoped my throat and found my vocal cords were completely fine. There was actually just, um, inflammation due to acid reflux. And I was like, holy crap, I never felt like I had acid reflux. Like I felt like heartburn in the past, like that burning sensation of like acid in your throat. But 
I was not experiencing it in this way. And so I just started to become more aware of my body and I realized that how I experience heartburn is it feels like pressure in my chest and almost like I have to burp or something. And I think that's acid trying to get up in my esophagus, trying to shut it or something. And um, so that's what was called heartburn. So I started to change my diet and, you know, cut out the acidic foods and anything that would aggravate heartburn. And it started to get better and better. But I, quite frankly, I've, I've been battling it. Like, I've been trying everything possible not to quit coffee. And honestly, coffee is not even the worst trigger. But I feel like I should just quit because, you know. Another big reason is not just the acid reflux. I actually just don't like anything having control over me. I quit alcohol, you know, years ago before I lost over 100 pounds. I was like a functional alcoholic. And I also was dependent on marijuana. And most of all, I smoked or I guess I I've had switched from smoking to vaping. And I did that for years. And I didn't like how smoking made me feel like someone was nagging at me all the time. I didn't like how the addictions made me feel that way. So this is kind of how coffee is. Like, I don't feel coffee is quite like smoking was because smoking, it was kind of annoying. Like, I want to drink a coffee every morning, but I still felt like, you know, I still know that it has some control over me and I want to have control over it. I don't want any substance or plant spirit or anything to have control over me. I want to have control over it and have a healthy relationship with it. And the more I reflect on it, the more I feel that, you know, using coffee every day is sort of an unhealthy dependency because why do we need it every day? We don't actually need coffee every day. Quite frankly, we should be sleeping well, eating well, thinking well, having great friends and family and doing good things for ourselves where we don't need the fake energy of coffee. Do I think it has a time and a place? Yes, I do. I, I believe it's great and can be used as a drug in ceremony and so on, you know, like nicotine, tobacco, I believe used in, in ceremony is a beautiful thing. I've used ceremonial tobacco before, both in uh, mapacho and also hape. And I found those to be very beautiful ceremonial devices. But we don't necessarily do that with coffee. So I kind of want to turn this into a ritual eventually. I'm going to experiment with it and see how it goes. See how it feels to quit that and live like that and just kind of use it as a drug. Maybe it'll be to go to the gym. Maybe it'll be to go on a mountain biking adventure. Or maybe it will just be for a day just to maybe get some things done or whatever way, shape, or form. So that's many reasons why I want to quit coffee and also just listen to my body like maybe you know i'm a spiritual person i have my own spiritual beliefs i don't judge anybody for having their beliefs and i'm very open-minded and i constantly change my beliefs all the time but you know i believe that our spirit knows the ultimate and best path for ourselves and then if we follow it it will lead us to the ultimate destination so maybe for me that's just quitting coffee maybe there's some experiences that I need to have without caffeine that are going to help me. And quite honestly, even tonight, I feel calm and more focused than I do without coffee. And you think that coffee would help you focus, but quite frankly, I find it more easy to stay on task without coffee. And if that can heal my gut, that's even better because I want to sing. You know, this brings me back to reflecting about the new year. 
I love the new year. Like it's a great time for reflection and looking back at what you've done and haven't done for the last year. And it's a great time to, you know, set some intentions for what do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish in the new year? And I believe we should do that every minute of our life and not wait for a certain day. But there is something special about the new year and it can be a ceremonial time to make those changes. So in the last year, I've done a lot. I broke up with my ex at the beginning of 2022. And that was very hard, very difficult to get over because it was unexpected and threw me through a whirl. And, you know, I wanted to really just... I really just wanted to stay with her and it was really hard. Eventually I got over that and it was fine. Um, You know, there's all these ups and downs in life. I have three children. Right now they're 12, 9, and 7. And with my oldest son, I have the most trouble with. I won't get into that in this podcast, but let's just say it's enough to pull my hair out and make it turn gray. And I've dealt with that. You know, all these moments... All these hard moments are what made me stronger and I've learned so much through them and quite frankly, they've helped me heal of some deep wounds. Maybe I'll do a whole other episode on my past relationship and how they helped me heal of my abandonment trauma, but that's what it did and it helped me become a stronger version of myself. Ultimately, these dark experiences really help bring us into more light. They help us appreciate more and help us become the best version of ourselves when we use them in the correct way. I also released the first single from my new band before the dinosaurs. The single's called Set Yourself Free. And we also released a video for that. And that video and that song got national publicity from Grant Lawrence at CBC Music. He quoted, Set Yourself Free is proof that New Brunswick is holding it down for rock all across the country. Which is a really good press quote to have. And I was really proud and happy about that. Because, you know, some at one point, my previous drummer told me I couldn't sing. Told me that nobody likes my voice and everybody agrees with him. And he asked me to stop singing and just focus on keyboard. And then I get national publicity from Grant Lawrence as soon as I break up with him and join a new band. So, what does that go to show? Ultimately, it's not really about proving him wrong. It's about proving myself right. So... That's what anything's about, really. It's all about the relationship with ourselves and God, source, universe, whatever your belief is. That's what I believe life is all about. And also strengthening your relationships with your family, which I believe is also part of the relationship with yourself. So that was one of the first accomplishments I've had of the year. And and, and not only that, but I also started one-on-one coaching officially. And I was so nervous going into it because I had just been wanting to do this for so long and finally... I found two clients just like that in March and it was such a magical journey taking them through their own journey and helping them grow as individuals and it just helped me see more value in myself and helped me realize that I can do this and I can do more and that I was capable. Helped me with my self-doubt. Helped me become a better person and that was a, a whole representation of jumping into the unknown and stepping into new territory. I didn't know what the heck was gonna happen, honestly. I didn't know if I was even capable, but we never know if we're gonna be capable until we do it, until we get on stage, until we step in to what we wanna do and step into the best version of ourselves. And then eventually we 
you know, we released our second single, Cure for Heartache. That also got some publicity on uh, some different radio stations. I should mention Set Yourself Free did also get national radio play across the country. Has over 50,000 streams across platforms as we speak. And it's very, very rewarding to see my art flourish like that. Those are just small numbers compared to a lot of people. But to me, those are big numbers and that's a big accomplishment. And to have that national publicity and national radio play, it's really amazing. And I'm not really saying this to, to, to gloat or to brag. I only say this to show you what's possible because, as I said, at one point, somebody told me I couldn't sing. And look what I'm doing now. And... I couldn't sing before when I started, I'll agree, when I was like 16, yeah, I couldn't sing, but, you know, I can sing pretty damn good now, and, you know, I'm making a career out of my music, our third single, which was our French version of Cure for Heartache, is on Sirius XM Radio, and they pay decent money per spin, so... I am well on my way to becoming a professional and accomplished musician, but I... Couldn't do that until I believed in myself. I don't want to make this podcast too long, but I just still want to give a little bit of summary of my year because quite honestly, some exciting stuff happened. We played lots of different shows across the Maritimes, meaning Nova Scotia, PEI, and New Brunswick. We were in the newspaper across New Brunswick. We were in the newspaper in Charlottetown, PEI. I did an interview with CBC, uh, lots of positive feedback with our music. One of our shows in PEI, it was during the Cavendish Beach Music Festival, which is a country music festival. And after we played, I went to sit down and I ended up sitting down next to a couple of country music stars, which was pretty exciting to me. And I made friends with their with their front of house guy, whose name was also Jordan. So that's pretty cool. And I ended up making new friends. I lost friends. I... I had to deal with this whole complicated situation with one of my best friends and it you know life's a whirl but here i am now oh and i also did my first public speaking gig motivational speaking at a montessori school here in Moncton, new brunswick and that went amazing that's been something i've been dreaming up of for a long time so to finally do it it felt really good at one point in my life i felt nothing about myself I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe anything was possible. And I wrote all this stuff in my journal and it has been manifesting one by one. And so that's a reminder for me to write more things in my journal. And it's a reminder for you to write more things in your journal too. So what are you going to write in your journal for 2023? What are you going to set your mind to? When I was 115 pounds heavier, I set my mind to becoming the person I am today. So who do you want to become? You don't have to wait to become the person you want to become. You have to realize that you already are that person and that you can step into that person right now without waiting at all. And one of those things that I've been procrastinating was doing more podcasts and doing these solo episodes just like this, just on a whim, just talking. These are the most vulnerable, authentic conversations we can have is when I just straight up come on here and just tell you what's on my heart, what's on my mind. You know, I look forward to a lot in the new year and I have my new program, Finish Waiting. I just want to help 
people make weight loss easy and get them to realize it's not hard to lose weight. We don't have to follow some crazy diet or exercise regime. We just focus on being the best version of ourselves, healing our inner child, connecting with our spirit, connecting to our intuition, and that's when we can achieve maximum results. I'm all about biohacking and learning and constantly growing as a person, as a father, as a musician, as a coach, as a friend, a son, you name it. I'm all about being the best. It's probably why the universe made me or I made myself Jordan best, whatever you believe. I believe it's a reminder to be the best version of myself. And I believe my name is a reminder for you to be the best version of ourself. That's why I started Best Interest, to constantly ask myself, what is the best thing I can do? What's the next best move? Well, I think that just about wraps up my little rant for today. Hopefully it gives you some inspiration. And please reach out if you have any questions, if you want to chat, if you have any questions about my programs. I do one-on-one coaching. I do group coaching. I don't just do weight loss. I help you become the best version of yourself. Regardless of what point you're at in your life, anything is possible. So just remember that if I did it, so can you. Happy New Year.